Blog Talk Radio. show of 2010 welcome everyone to the show that covers sports life and everything in between my name is joe just business Pacino. my tag team partner is david goldman aka dg aka daily grind i gotta tell you i get goosebumps every time i hear our intro music i just love it dg tell our fans how they can reach us well folks there's plenty of ways to reach us those would be first of all you can call on our show the call-in number is 714-364-4721. Once again, 714-364-4721. You can also you send us an email. Please keep them coming. PureGoldPG at Yahoo.com. You can reach us on Twitter or follow us on Twitter, PureGoldPG. You can also check us out on our YouTube channel, PureGoldPG. You can look at our Facebook, PureGoldPG. And Joe and I also write articles for SportsRages.com. Thanks, DG. We got an action-packed show for you tonight. Uh, first, we want to hit, make sure all fans know that it is we've finally reached Week 17 in the National Football League, and there's not that many games of importance. But our two local teams, of course, are in action this weekend. While the Jets have really nothing to play for, the big focus this weekend in New York will be the Giants versus the Redskins. DG, break it down. Well. Speaking of breaking it down, the Giants' ship is broken down, and I don't know what's going to happen this weekend, folks. As you know by now, I never pick against my team, but the fact of the matter is that the Giants have looked terrible the past couple of weeks. I believe they're going to win this Sunday, and Keith Coughlin's job will be employed. But I've been wrong for the past two weeks, so uh, if I can leave it at that, I'd say with Knicks out, with O'Hara out, not looking too good. The Giants have been so injured. JB, I say Giants win, but I will probably be wrong come Tuesday. I, I think that the uh, Giants have to play. I don't have to. Say, I don't want to say a mistake-free game because they're, they're playing the Redskins, even though they're playing in. We also know that's impossible, by the way. Cause it's the Giants, so they won't be mistake-free. They'll be playing yeah. those to go around. Yeah, if you're the Giants, let's not turn the ball over six times. Please, Eli, don't throw the ball to the opposing team. Thank you. Let's let's keep running the ball. Let's ground and pound. But uh, unfortunately, the Giants' fate is not in their hands. If I can cut you off, though, JB. Go ahead. I think, really think that running the ball is a good idea, considering that Jacobs and uh, Bradshaw can't hold on to the ball? Well, I mean, I don't want Eli to be forcing the ball as he has been the last couple of weeks. That's true. Good point. So uh, I think a little, you know, I think mix it up. Let's not turn the ball over six times, and I, I see the Giants winning. But unfortunately, folks, the Giants not only have to win, but they also have have to hope for a Packer loss this weekend. This is very true. Um, I believe that, you know, I actually think the Packers are going to lose. I was listening to the fans today again. We'll have to listen to the fans. 
Um, and Mike was talking about how the Giant fan must be happy that the uh, the, the Bears, I believe, yeah, the Bears, sorry, uh, I had a little brain fart there. They'll be playing the Packers. And the Bears don't want to sit out. They don't want to rest. They want to. Uh, they want to. They want to beat the Packers. You know, they want to end this team. They want to end this, their season. You know, one of the one of the Bears actually said that. He, you know, the Packers are a good team. Doesn't want to face him in the playoffs. He, his mission: knock them out. I, I think it's it's, it's, it's yeah. I think it's all good in theory, but when you've locked up the two seed already and you could potentially get the one seed, I don't think you know you have to really go full out. I think that the the words are out there that they want to try to beat Green Bay, um, but I don't see Chicago going you know a hundred percent full effort against Green Bay this weekend. And I think I just think that loss uh, by by Philadelphia this past Monday really stuck it to the Giants because now. Uh, basically, Chicago has nothing to play for. They already locked up the two seed. I agree. It was basically a swift kick in the unmentionables. But the fact of the matter is that let's uh, if we can go back for a second, look at the Colts. You know when they uh, what they've done. You know, basically forfeiting their perfect season that ended up hurting them. You know, uh, resting their players and not going full strength at the end of the year because they had the you know the number one seed that's them locked up. I wouldn't underestimate the Bears. I wouldn't underestimate Cutler and, and his boys, you know, getting the job done. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But you, you make a good point. They really don't have much to play for, and uh, the Packers obviously do. So, Giants blew it. Fate is not in their hands, and we'll see where that goes. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I, I do see. The, I mean, fortunately, I do see the Giants winning on Sunday. But I also see the Packers winning on Sunday, which would eliminate the Giants from the playoffs, and then that will leave plenty of talk. Uh, next week and for weeks to come, even in, during the off season, on basically, you know, will the Giants make the big move? Will they fire Coughlin? So we'll see where that goes after next week. After we see how everything pans out, we'll also preview obviously Wild Card Weekend next weekend. And the other local team, the Jets, are playing at home to the Bills, and basically have nothing to play for. DG. Very true. If I can go back one second, I know last week we talked about not. Uh... You talk about not speculating and everything, but let me ask you straight up, football fan, man to man, the Giants lose on Sunday and they go out of the playoffs. Nine wins, nine and seven, another loss at the end of the year. Do you honestly believe that Coughlin will keep his job? I I do not because this team was nine and four at one point, and for them to just completely collapse and not make the playoffs, especially when they were considered one of the best teams earlier this year, I know that changes week to week with the NFL. But, um, yeah, I, I think it is time to make that change. Let me ask you this. What if the Giants win and your prediction comes true, they don't make the playoffs? Does Coughlin keep his job? Mm, if the Giants do make the playoffs? No. What you said, they win and do not make the playoffs. Oh, if the Giants win and do not make the playoffs? Oh, I, that's that's a good question. I, I still think you're right. I think that they still make a change. I mean, unfortunately – we're looking at probably Tom Coughlin's last game as a head coach for the New York Giants. Uh, well, you know, we'll see where that goes. A lot of speculation, yep. but uh, just had to touch on that. Now moving on to the Jets, you were saying that uh, this Sunday, what, what, what's your prediction on the Jets? Where are they going? What are we doing? Well, there's not much to break down about this Jet game except for that, you know, obviously Sanchez's right arm, his shoulder has become an issue the last couple of weeks. They said he'll start, don't know how long he'll play. But basically, you know, I could I could see the Jets, um, you know, really making a statement here and and really dominating the Bills this week at home because the Jets really haven't been a good home team. I, I do think they turn around and they do beat the Bills. So, 
give me a score. What's the final score here? I'm going to go 30 to 10. 30 to 10? Yep. Sounds good. Lock it up, folks. Pure gold, pick of the week. Jets 30, Bills 10. I mean. Now, let me ask you this. Where yeah. do they go from there? The Jets are in the playoffs, obviously. Uh, if they went on if they went on Sunday, what's their seed? Where, where are they seated in the playoffs? The Jets already locked up the sixth seed because they already um, Baltimore is the other wild card, and the Baltimore Ravens beat the Jets in the first game of the season. So the Jets can go nowhere. But, yeah, they have the lowest seed, the sixth seed. So they're either going to Kansas City or they're going to Indianapolis. What do you think about that? Uh, who would you rather face? I, I mean, I, honestly, I don't want to face Peyton Manning ever in the playoffs. I don't care how banged up the team is. So you could give me Kansas City every day of the week. That's uh, that's a very smart pick, Peyton. Is, you know, for my money, I mean, him and Tom Brady is a coin toss, but for my money, he's the best quarterback on the planet. And uh, you're right, Peyton Manning by himself, with no one defending him, even with that, you wouldn't want to face him in the playoffs. Yeah, is uh, you think uh, we have any uh, pure gold uh, or fans that want to call in and chime in on some football talk, or should we move on to the next topic? Um, I believe that, uh, you know, we're expected to have some calls. I mean, this show is so popular. We have so many people calling in. It's just, you know, it's just hands down to be that show. But, uh, you know, for the time being, I think that we can uh, we can move on. If anybody does call in, obviously, we can always go back to the topic at hand. All right. Yeah, our, our producers tell us that the lines are, are – it's hard to get through sometimes with the, the amount of calls that we get. So we'll work on that. Just let me know, DJ, because you're controlling the switchboard, obviously. Yes, sir. Moving on to the WWE, uh, I think the biggest story after Raw has been, um, and you told me about this, DG, was that John Cena was hurt at a house show. Can you give us any update on well, what happened? Well, right before the show went on the air, I was uh, checking out my WWE resources, and uh, Cena made a slight speech that WWE has broadcast on their website. Um, you know, he has a hip injury. We're not really sure what the deal is. Uh, I don't think anybody really knows what the deal is as far as uh, John Cena, but... He may be out of action for a little bit. JR posted on his blog that he believes Cena, you know, won't keep him out too long. But at the same time, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, it can obviously alter things big time, Joe. And uh, you know what? As a matter of fact, you know, let's pause for a second here because we do have a caller. We have somebody calling in. Uh, let's let's take this call. We have uh, someone calling in from uh, a five six one area code. Go, you are live with your goal. Hello? Hello, Hello Sarah. Hello? Who's this? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, sir, we can hear you. May I ask this call? All right. All right. All right. Hold on one second. All right, can we hear you now? Can you hear me? Little technical difficulties. Hello? Yeah, no, no. The technical difficulties from the other night continue, I guess. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How are you doing? Good. How are you? Who's this? Uh, who's this calling in? It's your goal. This is uh, this is uh, Kenny from uh, Florida. Um, long uh, long time caller, first time listener. All right. What's going on? No, I hear I I tune in. I hear you talking about the Jets and um, no, and I mean you. You know, whether we get the, the five or the six, uh, if we get Kansas City or Indianapolis, either or, you know, doesn't matter to me. Bring them all. Bring, bring Indianapolis and New England at the same time. We'll beat them all. <laughs> are you a delusional Jets fan, or are you like a are you like a cheerleader for the Jets? I mean, have you been watching the Jets the last couple of weeks? 
okay, okay. Let me let me frame it to you this way. I cried for the Doug Bryan game in Pittsburgh in '05. So, okay. You know, okay. Yeah. So you know, you can't be a Jets fan and not have suffered. Okay. I don't understand because out here I live out here in Florida. You know, Dolphin country. But then you got these bandwagon Jet fans who know nothing about the team, who've never cried after a Jet game, who've never had to like you know rip their jersey off and throw it halfway across the house and, and possibly kick a dog or two uh, along the way because because that's just what this team does to us. Yeah, I mean but, the Jets. Have, the Jets have pretty much locked up the sixth seed. They can't go any higher than that because they you know they lost to Baltimore. So. You 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 don't care if we go to Indianapolis or Kansas City. I mean, I'd rather go to Kansas City personally. I mean, I mean personally, I would rather go to Kansas City. But yeah, well, you know, I I I basically want my revenge from last year. I, I basically I I want I want Pittsburgh. I, I want I want I want uh, Indianapolis. I, I want Baltimore. I want all these teams. All these teams. I want I want them all. I, I wish they would put another round so we can uh, take on uh, <laughs> the the other team we lost. Bring in the seventh seed. Bring. Bring the hey, Dolphins back so we can beat them again. Hey, DG, you notice he didn't mention I want to go play New England in New England? You know, I was actually oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, I forgot about them, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. forgot them. The best so, team yeah, in the NFL. Let's say three more rounds, folks, for the Jets. You play everybody that you lost to, and they're beaten by this year and last year. Well, let's play all together. Let's do a Jet playoff. What do you think, folks? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, yeah, what yeah. else? What uh, else? You know, what else is on your mind other than you what know, the, else Jets, is on mind? Oh, the, the Giants? The Giants. The Giants. I'm not a betting man because I learned the hard way why not to bet. Um, <laughs> and people come into my house. When you get a pay? Huh? Come on, Jerky, pay. Uh, basically, <laughs> this is my thing on the, on the Giants. I think that if the Giants come out slow in the first quarter, they just just lay it down and and just not. I don't know. This is like the a way to like get rid of the old man, and, and you know, start start off with somebody else because somebody with with, with a temper like that, like Coughlin. I mean, you know, the, the the guy's mad. You know, if uh, you know, if if the, if the call was close, uh, the guy gets mad if like you know, if the guy misses a seventy-five yard field goal, he get, he's he's angry. He's got this look like like what? <laughs> he got. He really does. And the thing about Coughlin, the thing about Coughlin is that he's he's basically the old guard. And he's, the oldest coach in the league, and he's you know he's been good for the Giants, but unfortunately they haven't been able to really finish uh, a season well. Other than 07, I know both of you would would uh, you know sell your dogs to be able to have that Super Bowl ring. So you know I gotta had to throw that out there, a little jab. But you're right. I mean Coughlin, you know he gets he gets pissed all the time. He probably gets pissed when they win. You know he probably gets pissed when when uh, the Super Bowl. He was probably said the Giants didn't score more points. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, the man's always mad. I mean, I mean, see, you can imagine what it feels like to be one of the players. I mean, you know, team meeting at three o'clock and you got to be there at two fifty-five. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, that was a big controversy you know, at the beginning. Mhm. I mean, remember he, he was basically going to get fired in '07, in, in and you know, the Super Bowl saved his job. Yeah, I, I, I remember that. They were like, oh, they wanted to get rid of him. They wanted to get rid of him, and you know, the Super Bowl gave, you know, gave him basically gave him a new lease. Yeah, very um, true. Um, unfortunately, whatever the Giants do this weekend, the, the the fate is not completely in their hands. So they could they could win, they could lose. Even if they win, they have to worry about the Packers losing too, which I don't see happening. But yeah, Kenny, definitely we uh we appreciate your uh we appreciate your phone call. We appreciate you calling in. You know, again, 
you're you're always welcome on on Pure Gold. You're welcome to call in uh, whenever you'd like. So uh, you know we have to move on a little bit to to cover a couple more topics. But again, thanks for calling in and uh, all right, guys. So make you happy this weekend. All right, man. Good evening, guys. Take care. Happy New Year, Kenny. Take care, Kenny. All right, you too. All right. All right. That was our caller, Kenny from Florida. Yes, that was Kenny uh, from from Florida, giving us his perspective as a you know someone who's a a fan of a New York team down in the South must not be easy. Um, you know, before Kenny before Kenny called, we were talking about WWE. So let's uh, let's backtrack to that. JB, thoughts on the Cena situation? I mean, I I I think that thank God it's not a serious injury. It's not one of those injuries that he'll be out for like you know six to eight months. It looks like it's only going to be for a couple of weeks. He might be back, hopefully, before the Royal Rumble or maybe at the Royal Rumble now. Um, but, you know, this obviously raises some questions on how they're going to have to rewrite things for Raw, especially um, especially now that, you know, Punk is the new leader of Nexus, apparently. Where do they go from here, you know? That's true. Um, honestly, folks, we don't not really sure what's going to happen with the WWE. Obviously, Cena being injured at all is difficult because, he is the face of the franchise. He's the face of the show, regardless of who's champ. Um, and it's, it's obviously going to impact uh, the company. You mentioned, uh, I know off the air we had talked about it. Now you think with the Nexus and Punk situation, who's the next target with the Cena on the shelf or possibly, we don't know folks, but possibly on the shelf for a little bit. I would think that they go after the next biggest face, which is, is hard to believe that I'm going to say this guy's a face because – He's just. I think is. I think he's the worst. I think he's the worst wrestler in the in the in the business right now with his attitude. I think that uh, Nexus and Punk go after Randy Orton. You know. That would be interesting. You know, to see to see where that goes. If that goes anywhere, obviously we've made it no no secret. Neither one of us is a fan of Randy Orton in any way, shape, or form. But if not if not Orton, then there's nobody else to go after. Really, if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, they, I guess they could go after, like, smaller guys on Raw and just, like, create a nuisance and just, do you know, like, do one of those, like, t- you know, those takeover-type deals where they just interfere in every match. Um, but the question is, too, is does Wade Barrett come back this week and um, does he come back face or does he come back as just a member of Nexus? I can't imagine either scenario, honestly. I can't imagine him coming back as a face because that would make no sense. And I can't imagine him coming back as a member of Nexus when he's not the leader, because that would also make no sense. So this whole punk, uh, straight-edge you know, society, Nexus, whatever they're doing, you know, we got to see how it plays out, but I definitely don't see Barrett coming back as either a face or as just another member of Nexus. Possibly confused with them, but heel versus heel group, do we really want to see that? Yeah, we probably don't, but, um, I mean, I guess the, the WWE will somehow magically, he'll magically appear on SmackDown and Nobody will even know that he was the leader of, of Nexus, and he'll just go on with his singles career on SmackDown. <laughs> That's possible. Barrett is good. I mean, you got to give him that much. He's good on the mic, and other than his terrible finisher, he's uh, he's got the good to be in this business for a long time. So I'm curious to see what they do with yeah. him and with this group. I'm definitely curious because we thought that the Nexus angle was dead and buried after what Cena had done to him, and now they they go ahead and put Punk as the leader. So. Uh, you know, hopefully this you know revitalizes the the, the angle and goes, and you know hopefully Nexus is now uh, you know another heel faction that that could be you know just as strong as they were before. And the Cena injury obviously doesn't help them 
because now that Cena is on the show for whatever period of time, it cuts the angle short. If this had happened after TLC or as a result of TLC, it would have been fine because you could have written Cena out for a couple of weeks until he came back and then done the whole Punk thing while Punk continued to you know, commentate on Raw. Right. So... Obviously, injuries never are, the injuries never happen at a good time. Um, the only good thing I must say is that you know there's a couple weeks still left before Royal Rumble, so hopefully John Cena could you know heal up before the Royal Rumble, and hopefully you know the him and and Punk fight one on one at the Royal Rumble. See, that's another thing. The Rumble's in a couple of weeks. If Cena's going to be out, let's say Cena was slated to win the Rumble. You know, what's their plan with that? Where could they possibly go for the Royal Rumble winner? I, I, I did I? I mean, I hope uh, my my line is 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 like breaking up. And did you just tell me that Cena is going to win the Rumble, or you they they want Cena to win the Rumble? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying what if he was scheduled to be the winner of the Rumble? Him being, I mean, basically, you have a month from today. You know, is when the Rumble is. It's the 30th of January. So what if Cena's out for three, four weeks? What if he's out the whole time? And he right. was scheduled to play a part in it or win it. Where do they go? Yeah, I, I think that with the with these gimmicks, like especially now that they have like uh, a pay-per-view in February with Elimination Chamber, that basically, you know, the winner of the Royal Rumble does get the title shot. But then all of a sudden, you know, they have a Raw Chamber match and a SmackDown Chamber match. And all of a sudden you got number one contenders up the wazoo. So... Uh, I think they got plenty of backup plans, and you know, Triple H is always lingering in the in the uh, you know in the the bushes. So, yeah, we don't even know when Triple H is coming back or what the heck he's doing. Obviously, we'd like him to see him back, but he's been out for a very long time. Yeah, so we'll see where the WWE goes from here. And, and wrestling, I mean, that's that's pretty much we all that's all that we really had to discuss about the WWE was John Cena's injury and the impact. So. Uh, just moving on to some quick nuggets that I have on the NBA. Last night, oh my God, let me tell you folks, I had the biggest scare of my 2010 NBA season. Uh, last night, KG went up for a dunk in, in Detroit and came down gingerly on his right leg. And at first, everyone had pointed that it might be that same injury to his knee. Thank God it was just a calf injury and he's going to be out for a couple weeks. And let me tell you, the Celtics have been riddled with injuries lately. Good God. I mean, if it's not KG going to be out for the next couple of weeks, it's obviously Perkins, who's missed the whole year so far. It's Rondo that's missed the last two weeks. And this team is still 24-6, and six, um, but the next two weeks are going to be critical because they're going to be missing probably their heart and soul of their team and their defensive captain, KG. I know that you don't follow much basketball, DG, especially Celtics, but uh, you got to admit, without KG, the Celtics are not the same. No, definitely. Kevin Garnett is a huge player in the NBA. He's a huge reason why the Celtics won the title a couple of years ago. As a matter of fact, I know I've told you this, and I asked my other buddy who's a big Celtics fan. I don't know why, and again, I, you know, I haven't been a big NBA fan. Now I'm getting more into it uh, this year with the Knicks. But when they got KG, I said to myself, the Celtics are going to win it all. That moment when I heard it, listening to the radio, listening to the fan, when it was announced that the Celtics had acquired him, this team's going to win it all. When they did, you know, I felt pretty good. I'm thinking, wow, I was right about it. But you're you're right. Uh, it's a huge blow, but it's also better than his season being over. And then, you know, we're talking the, the Celtics are may possibly not be going anywhere. Right. And I guess the other t- two topics that I have on the NBA is that 
Um, even though um, the Celtics did beat Miami two games already in this regular season, Miami has been on fire lately. And, you know, on Christmas they beat the Lakers in L.A. by 16, and now they're just like, you know, they're reeling off victory after victory after victory. So um, Miami is for real, and I, I guess the team has finally gelled together. But, well, it's you know, the question will be how does this team face off against the Orlando Magic or Boston in a playoff series? So, Miami's on fire right now. Lakers seem to be coasting. They haven't been winning a lot as usual. But um, you know, DG, you think that Miami and LA are still the you know the premier teams of the league? I you can't count the Celtics. You, I mean, you'd have to say that the top three with the talent that they have. Kobe Bryant, you know, defending champion. Obviously, the Lakers are the team to beat. No matter what, the defending champion is always the team. Uh, with what the Heat did this offseason, they're obviously right up there, right next to them. Uh, maybe half a that down simply because uh, Kobe and the Lakers won. And then the Celtics, chance two years ago, you got to say they're still up there, uh, JB, no doubt. Yep. And the, the last nugget on the NBA is that Orlando, their trades seem to be starting to pay off as they have been winning. Uh, they've won five in a row now, and they won tonight. Again. They beat the Knicks tonight in Orlando. So Orlando is starting to find it. So another powerhouse could be Orlando as the season progresses. One other nugget in basketball, which is not NBA-related, but – the UConn women's women's streak at 90 games was snapped just a few minutes ago, folks, at 90 wins. Basically, they had a 90-game winning streak, and the, the ninth-ranked Stanford team out in Stanford, California, beat them tonight. So the 90-game winning streak is now over. That's definitely huge news with uh, the women's team in UConn dominating the sport for so long. Let me ask you a, a quick question. Uh, I know it's on the schedule, but college football. Do you watch it at all? And if so, what do you think about the bowl games? I'll be honest with you. I don't really follow it week to week. I do watch a couple bowl games, but um, I've always been a belief of the playoff system. I don't understand the B. I mean, I understand the BCS, but I, I sometimes sometimes you have two teams playing for the championship that, you know, you you wonder like how the third team, the third ranked team, wasn't really the second ranked team. So there's no clear cut number one and number two to me. So. I'm a big belief of the playoff system uh, as opposed to the bowl games. How about you, sir? I agree. don't understand it. Um, I guess my problem with college sports in general, not that they're not good and faster paced than the pros, but pros are easy because you can find the guy, you root for him on your team. Let's say Mike Piazza with the Mets or even Kevin Garnett with, uh, with the Celtics or LeBron James with the Heat. You have a guy that you can root for, and a lot of times as a kid you stay with that team as opposed to following a player around. But with, with football, college football and college basketball, the rotation is so heavy because guys come in and out, leave, you know, after a year or two, some stay four years, most don't. It's kind of hard for me to follow, but I agree on the playoff system. They definitely need it. And, uh, you know, the reason I ask that question is because today Army won for the first time in, I believe, 25 years. They won a bowl game, and they had the first winning season since 1996, which incidentally was the last time they went to a bowl game and lost. So, you know, big up to the Army team for winning. And uh, also there's the uh, pinstripe bowl at Yankee Stadium, which, you know, who cares? But I just have to throw it out there because it's a local thing. Definitely. So as we do wind down our show, obviously tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Um, what are you doing, DG, for New Year's Eve? What do you what do you usually do for New Year's Eve? Well, New Year's Eve we have uh, a service at church. You know, we're inaugurating the homeless center that we just built in the Youth Center, so we're going to have a big party, food and everything there. So that'll be good stuff. We'll have the family. What about you? 
Um, same thing. I, I'm, I'm going over to actually my sister-in-law's house. I'm not a big guy about going out and party on New Year's Eve. I usually spend it with family, wait for the ball to drop, and then, you know, maybe a half an hour later go home if I'm not at home already and go to bed. It's not a big, big deal for me, but I'd like to watch the ball drop for some reason in New York and then from there just go to bed. That sounds, uh, sounds like a plan. A lot of people are so big into it, and uh, you know what? I don't, I don't see the big deal with it either, to be quite honest. I know you have one last nugget before we close out the year of 2010. Anything you want to just add real quick on your one nugget? Yes, uh, my one nugget, as it were. Um, I just went to the movie tonight with my wife. It was our date night. How do you know, folks? All I can say about that movie is how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> the movie is terrible. It was the worst, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Don't go see it. Save your money. Stay home. You know, pet your cat, feed your dog, take a nap. And it, this is the weirdest, and I love Paul Rudd, weirdest movie ever, made absolutely no sense, and the overall message was lost. So, again, how do you know you made a terrible movie? They <laughs> suck. Folks, uh, you know, let's close on that note. Um, you know, this is the end of 2010. It, uh, you know, all the shows, it seems like only two weeks ago we had our first show, and, and here we are. But... Folks, tune in next Tuesday, January 4th at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our next show as we open up 2011 with a band. For JB, this is DZ of Pure Gold wishing you a wonderful New Year's. Remember to always keep it PG. Good night, folks.